Hello, and welcome to the Family Nuggets podcast. My name is Melody Barnes, your Family Nugget giver. What is the Family Nugget? It's nuggets of information that I have gleaned from over 20 years as a teacher. Teachers are good advice givers. But do you have a teacher that's right in your back pocket? Well, now you do. Now, I must tell you, this advice is meant to be used for your enjoyment and is not meant to replace professional counseling. Please seek professional counseling outside the realm of this podcast if you are in need of additional help. Family Nuggets loves families, and if you love having a teacher that loves families with you all the time, then welcome to my podcast and enjoy. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Family Nuggets podcast. My name is Melody Barnes, and I am your host. In this episode of the Family Nuggets podcast, we're talking about the overly patient parent. Calm, composed, serene, even-tempered, tranquil, unexcitable. That's you. Your kids know what to expect of you. They know how to follow your lead. They understand consequences and rewards, and it is because you have put in the work of teaching concepts and showing unwavering strength when things don't go as planned to teach that having patience will get you to an expected end. But are you overly patient? In this episode, I will give you three signs to recognize if you are an overly patient parent and three things you can do to empower yourself and your kids. Listen to these three scenarios. And although the scenarios are mostly for younger children, you can adjust them to almost any age level. Number one, you've waited for your child to clean up their room. Now the child has taken out new toys and refuses to finish cleaning up. You allow the child to do the next activity because you just don't want to argue. Number two, You've waited for the child to put their shoes on when you've been waiting for them to put their shoes on for quite a while now. They put them on the wrong feet, you try to help, and once you get them on, the child throws them off, throws them across the room because you mentioned you were going to two stores instead of one. You pick up the child's shoes, put them back on, and explain that you have to go to two stores, and if they follow the rules at both stores, they will get a treat. Number three, you've read the bedtime story twice and your child asks you for one more story before bed. You read just one more story, but the child starts crying as soon as you've walked away. You go back to read the story and the child begins a conversation about the book, keeping you in the room for much longer than you anticipated. And now you are unable to finish the tasks you need to complete before you go to bed. These three scenarios may describe the overly patient parent. And you are still the same calm, caring person that many of us love to be around or strive to be. However, the overly patient parent can feel overwhelmed and perplexed when not understanding why the child does not reciprocate the same patience that you are showing the child. Therefore, this can evoke negative behaviors from parents, 
such as crying, shouting, abruptly walking away, taking things away, or giving empty threats. At some point, the parent will want to recognize where their patience has run out and that there are ways to remain calm and in control of the situation and not compromise your goals for your children or for yourself. Here are three ways to be empowered when parents are being overly patient. Number one, stick to the expectation. Before moving on to the next activity, be it shopping, going outside for a walk, or reading a story, give the child the expectation first, along with what will happen if the child displays a negative reaction or protest. For example, I am going to read this story, and when the book is all done, we will put it on the shelf and be all done. If you cry, I will not come back. It is bedtime, you will go to sleep. By stating what you will do and what the child will do, you have entered into an agreement that will work for both of you. Number two, know what your triggers are. Because your child already knows what your triggers are. They know that if they throw a shoe, dump out all the toys, or for our older children, get back on their phones, what our reaction is going to be. Children expect, wait for, and respond to our reactions. And for the overly patient parent, after crying, shouting, or giving an empty threat, this can mean going back to take a deep breath and even apologizing for becoming upset. Now the child has learned how to cause you to become upset and possibly even how to no longer take responsibility for their behavior. Knowing your child and yourself will help keep you calm and regulated so you don't react and then later apologize for having to accommodate or soften their negative behavior. Number three, be honest about your feelings. State how you feel if your child displays a negative behavior before an activity. State how you will feel if they do follow through with the expectations and how happy you would be. How they will see you smile, see you remain calm, wanting to do more with them. Then actually smile and high five or whatever it is you and your child enjoy doing as an appropriate celebration. A child who knows how you feel is empowered to believe you and you in turn can believe them. Be the patient parent you are and empower yourself with just the amount, right amount of patience and strategies to win the day. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next time. to thank you for listening to this podcast you can follow me on social media on instagram at family nuggets and also on my website by searching bit.ly backslash family nuggets that's spelled f-a-m-l-y no i because you cannot do family alone nuggets see you next time